not in Kansas anymore. You have my curiosity. Are you telling me you built a time machine? The force will be with Welcome back to Get Real, the podcast where we get real about all of our favourite pop culture movies and TV shows. My name is Sam and with me is my freest of guests. He's a real free dude. He's a guy. He's a free guy. It's Chris. Welcome to the podcast, Chris, for another week. I am week. the most guy who is free of the freest of guys. <laughs> What's making you feel so free this week, um, uh, the, This new pair of very loose pants that I'm wearing? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very loose pants. I'm not. I'm actually wearing new, very skinny trackies. That was a lie. That was a bald face lie. You're rocking the complete opposite, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, it's a lie to the listener like that. Uh, Well, now you've hurt all of our feelings by lying to us like that. Um, This week we are clearly talking about Free Guy, a film that feels like it came out a really, really long time ago, um, but has only just recently dropped on Disney Plus as part of the. The Star, I believe it was Star. Why it's it was on Disney Star, Plus. yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So obviously that means us over here in the UK who missed its initial cinema release, um, we got to check it out. And I checked it out last week because I gave a little bit of my thoughts on it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you you watched it after after a uh, somewhat mediocre recommendation from myself. <laughs> <laughs> We'll we'll get into that later. We'll, yeah. we'll get into it all later. But, but that is the main before, subject for today. Before we get onto that, Chris, it's really important that we chat. Other than Free Guy, what else we have been watching this week? So I'm going to start off the with the classic yourself. segment of WYBW. Is that is that right? Uh, WWBW. I'll have you know. Uh, WWYBW. It's not what you've been watching. It's what we've been watching. What we've been watching. What we've been watching. <laughs> Um, do you want me to go first? <laughs> yep. Okay, I've actually watched a fair bit, mostly because for the last couple of days I've I've done nothing for the weekend because I've been so burnt out from the last few weeks, so I've actually watched quite a bit the last couple of days. So, let's start the pecking order off. I obviously, this week, watched uh, the new episode of Why the Last Man, episode four. Still rocking with it. Still okay. a good show. Yeah. Still definitely recommend it. After that, we watched, uh, well, on the same day, they both came out on Wednesday, uh, the new episode of What If? Oh, big episode. Which left me saying, what the fuck? (laughs) Big episode. Uh, Big episode, indeed. It it was. And I feel like this has been built up to for a while and stuff like that. And we kind of saw bits of it come in and stuff, but I kind of... I wasn't sure if they were actually going to pull the series in this direction, and clearly they have, so, you know, okay, fine, whatever. Um, it, I mean, are it you was happy? a good are episode, you, though. Are you happy with the direction, or are you a little bit... Um, uh, you sounded a little bit apprehensive there about the direction that they took. We're not going to spoil that, but what what was your thoughts? Uh, yeah, we'll obviously do a full season wrap-up. I don't know... I'll. Obviously, I like the episode and like it is great and all that, but I also kind of wished that it was just what if, you know what I mean? Instead of because now it feels like it might not be able to go anywhere forward from this. Like it, does, it yeah. feels like it, it feels, feels like, like it's tied the end in. game. Yeah, it's tied everything else together from what if now, hasn't it? Basically, yeah. And it's like um, rather than being their own little stories now, it maybe feels like it's tied together. I the we whole... weren't spoiling it. Yeah, I'm not telling. I'm not saying what's <laughs> happened. 
I'm not saying I'm not saying bloody uh, you know the Thanos snap two of his fingers instead of just one. You know, I'm not saying that bloody bloody Tony Stark on each hand doing a little double snap, doing a little. Yeah, I'm not saying that Galactus makes an appearance in this episode, Chris. I'm not saying anything crazy like that, am I? It's not like you're seeing like what happened in the entire episode less than an hour after it went live, like everybody else on the internet, which spoiled like the biggest moments of this episode. Yeah, I mean, uh, much spoilers much. this week for so many things have been rampant, and we'll get into that when we're talking about news stuff. Yeah, in a minute, it's been gross. It, it has been gross. Is the only way to put it. Guys, stop spoiling shit. Right. Anyway, <laughs> carry on with what we've been watching. What, what um, do you carry on with what you've been watching? Okay, after that, um, Free Guy, obviously. Of course. I'm trying to think of the week in the order that I watched stuff. Uh, I also finally finished Suits again, uh, so that's another series ticked off. Got to find a new series to binge now. I've got a couple um, for you. It was a very good show. Mm-hmm. Um, then we watched, because it's, it's, it's the beginning of Spook Month, it's time to get the spoops out, the nights are getting darker, we've got the pumpkin-scented candles lit and everything already, so we watched um, Nightmare on Elm Street, I fucking okay. love the Nightmare on Elm Street films, I bought the box set last year, but we didn't get round to watching it last Halloween, so we're starting them now, so we've watched the first one, um, we're going to watch like a couple every week, because I've got seven of them. All the ones that matter. We don't count the the reboots. We don't no. count them. No. Um, so we watched the first Friday the 13th. It, it's not, not Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the first time Charles ever watched it, and she fucking loved it. It was a great film. Um, okay, great. It still holds up to this day. Some of those kills, ooh, ooh, spectacular. Um, then what did we watch? I started watching Squid Games, because that's all that the internet is talking about except uh, for spoilers yeah i'll uh, i'll cross this off my list when we talk about it because yeah i watched the first episode earlier um yeah and I, I kind of had a feeling that where it was going i just wasn't sure like in the manner it was getting there if that makes sense yeah so uh yeah very interested very interested <sighs> to carry on watching it after the first episode so i think i'm halfway through episode four and it is good and it is done well, and I feel like there might be a bit more of an interesting story that comes up in the second half of the season. Um, I feel like the hints that it's given us, it's going to get more interesting because at the moment it's just kind of like murder gamesy, isn't it? And yeah, it's been so overdone at this point, and there's things that I think have been d- done it better. I think it's probably just because it's the newest one and they've got weird costumes and stuff like that. You know weird what I mean? So I think pieces, it's just things like that. Yeah, I think it's just hitting the zeitgeist at the moment. I think a lot of people who are watching it are people who don't normally watch foreign language shows as well. Okay. Because this, on when you hit it play on Netflix, it automatically gives you the dubbed version, not the subtitled version. Yeah, is so that I think how a lot of people it? think. Are you watching? Yeah, it? because I was doing other stuff as well while I was watching it, so it's easier to have it in English. Yeah, I think uh, I would. But it all... is really off-putting. So the dubbing is not great. Uh, I actually thought the dubbing weren't too bad because obviously. Oh. <laughs> No, like, I think maybe even the first... I thought for the first maybe two parts of dialogue, the dubbing was really convincing on the I main guy. I think the male characters are a lot better. The female voices are just not good in the slightest. Yeah. I mean, I also watched Money Heist, which is just all completely Spanish. Um, it's a Spanish-spoken series, but it's I've watched it completely with the English dub. 
So yeah, yeah I, I, I thought it was all right. I think it's <coughs> um, a bit more, a bit obviously, you know, because you're watching something that's originally in Korean. I think maybe yeah. that detaches it a little bit more just because of that, maybe. But, I think yeah. it's interesting the themes that it's sort of touching on, which we touched on when we talked about Parasite, obviously the wealth gap and stuff like that in Korea. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting and stuff like that. But I think part of the reason, like, I went back in the office for the first time, like, since COVID hit really this week for two days, and people were, like, raving about the show, but, like, half of them were just saying, it was like, oh, yeah, it's well good because it's, like, it's, like, Korean, so it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, a Korean version of this. And I was, like, so you just kind of, like, singing its praises because it's in a foreign language and you think you're different for watching something in a foreign language? Oof. Is that what you mean? <laughs> I was, like... Is. I was, I was like, is that the only reason it's good? So I was a bit apprehensive going into it because they didn't have anything positive to say except for the fact that it was Korean. No. Uh, but it is good. It is done in a, in a good way and it's got an interesting style. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping if the story goes where I think it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting later on. Fingers crossed. Um. So I w- I'm definitely going to stick with it. I'm going to see it through. Yeah, cool. Um. And then we've started watching American Horror Story because, again, Season of Spoops. Okay, we don't just want to watch a two-hour film every night. So, like a hour-long episode of something isn't decent to watch. Yeah, Um, I've watched the the first three seasons before, so we've just started it from the beginning. Yeah, so you're on Murder House. Yeah, Haunted House one. Uh, How much of it have you been watching? Because I know it's been on in your house lately. Uh, I've kind of been watching it in and out quite a bit. (laughs) So I've watched probably like maybe half of each season, apart from Freak Show. But I remember when I started watching it myself, I went straight in and started watching Freak Show first because I was like, I heard that you can watch them all separately. Individually. Yeah, you can watch them all individually. But then I heard that you actually, they, they do kind of start to link somewhat. So I was like, oh, well, anyway. A um, little bit, but it's not worth watching it all if you don't want to watch it all. And also Freak Show is the worst season. That's what made me stop watching the show. Yeah, I really liked the the big, like I kind of got into it because the costume design was really cool, like the big freaky clown and stuff. But when I found out kind of, you know, the plot and everything, it was a bit like, oh, that's a bit slow. Um, yeah. The hotel one was pretty good. Um, the asylum one was all right. Yeah, the asylum was the best one for me. Season two, Woo. yeah, it was all it was all okay. Um, I wasn't too into it. I think maybe the first couple of like the haunt, the murder house one is quite dated. Um, Were you trying to stay out of it? Because we know we know you're not a fan of the spoops. No, I didn't. I didn't really find it that spoopy, to be honest. Okay. Um, I've, I think I season said- two is very creepy. It's not yeah. so much spooky. The first one's a bit more spooky. There's a lot of just spookiness and creepiness. There's not much yeah. in the way of like scariness in there. It's not trying to like make you jump too much or anything like that. It's just a bit like WTF kind of thing. <laughs> Season one has a lot more like sort of jump scares and stuff. Yeah, but that's it. That's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with it anyway. So Sam, what are we going to make you watch for Halloween this year? What's the oh, Halloween episode this year? God, hopefully nothing. I give you a choice of what you want to. Oh, why would you give watch? me the choice? I'm not very affiliated with Halloween stuff. Because <laughs> if year, I say something, you're going to be like, no. <laughs> last year we watched um, we watched the Halloween series, didn't we? We watched a lot of that last year. So yeah. maybe I don't know what what do I want to watch? That's probably the question. There's a new Halloween movie out this year. We could go to the cinema together and watch it. No, Halloween thank kills. you. No, thank you. We don't we don't go to the cinema to watch uh, scary films, Chris. Because uh, um, 
you're looking at the guy. Nightmare who... on Elm Street, uh, Friday the 13th. Um, maybe, maybe, why don't we watch, like, is Get Out not a scary film? We've never spoken about Get Out. Maybe we... Um, it's it's a kind of a little bit creepy. It's more psychological. Can we do some... Like, maybe it is do... definitely in the realm of horror. We maybe do we do Out. some uh, Jordan Peele stuff then. Because okay. I, I, I appreciate that that's a, probably a bit more of a modern move in it. So... Maybe we yeah. do that. I know, I know the guys over in a, an earful would be absolutely hating that because like, <laughs> they're doing their horror fest thing, which has got like Freddy versus Jason, Candyman, Creepshow, Jaws, oh, the new Candyman, Evil Dead, all that sort of stuff. And I guess if they knew that my equivalent of horror would be bloody Get Out, they would probably be like, Get Out. <laughs> Get Out is a fantastic film. Though. Yeah. It is a fantastic film. Uh, yeah. yeah, we could do Get Out or maybe the original Evil Dead films if you wanted, because they aren't, they're nowhere near that scary. You could watch them. You would get a kick out of them films. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to know what I've been watching? Yeah, what have you been watching? So, what did we say? We watched uh, Squid Game. We've already done that. We watched What If. I've already watched that. Uh, the only other thing I watched was I tried to watch the first Matrix film the other day. For oh, yeah. the first time in you about... tried? Yeah, <laughs> that's the key word there. Um, when you don't understand the film and you're watching it late at night, and it's like, obviously... It's quite. It's almost. It's a pretty cult film, right? The Matrix. Like, although it's obviously huge and stuff, it's like it's a bit like you can imagine when it first came out that it's not like the easiest watch. If that makes yeah. sense. Um, I, I both me and my partner fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's late at night, then I get that. Like, yeah. I love the Blade Runner films, where if I put them on too late, I fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I, like there was just parts where like we kept waking up. Like halfway, and I was like, I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Tripping uh, balls waking up halfway through the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, absolutely no clue. Uh, and then I went. What out the from- fuck is Scion? <laughs> yeah, and then I went. I'd I'd uh, I'd food with my dad last night, and he was the one who explained to me that um, the Matrix is like the real world equivalent, not the. It's like the other way around. It's like flipped on its head. You know what I mean? Oh, are you there? Uh, so oh. the Matrix is what we perceive as the real world. Yeah, but the yeah, real world yeah. to them is the dark, dingy underground. Run yeah, by yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that. That then all of a sudden made a lot of sense why people could do pretty crazy stuff in the real world. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I've watched, and I watched Free Guy, obviously. So well, we're gonna have to watch the Matrix films at some point before the new one comes out because that'll that'll be a gangbuster episode. Are we gonna one, watch so. the original Dune movie before <laughs> Dune comes out? Well, no, because that's not gonna be as massive. I don't think. <laughs> you know, I'm nowhere near as much as the Matrix. Like the yeah. Matrix, like hit just as like internet culture and stuff like that. Like the Matrix is so much of a bigger franchise than Dune now. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, right, shall we move on and chat about some of the news that you want to mention? Uh, we've got some speedy news to speedy, speedy through. Yeah, not much trailers either this week, is there? Um, I've got three quick trailers to talk about. One of them's a Disney one, so we're just obliged to talk about Disney. Okay. <laughs> 
but I can fly through all these very fast. Uh, first of all, Andor, the new Star Wars series, the prequel to Rogue One, has wrapped production. I feel like this has been in production longer than anything else Disney or Star Wars have ever done ever. Yeah. Because um, this started production, what, last year? And it's uh, yeah. only just wrapped production? Like... Did they have to reshoot, or did the pandemic just slow down? I don't know, but considering think, yeah, Obi-Wan's wrapped at the same time. Yeah, 100% the pandemic slowed a lot of uh, Andor down. Um, but also, It seemed to be still slowing them down in fucking Blackpool and Southport and stuff near us, did it? No, but obviously <laughs> they've also had Obi-Wan at the same time, so you don't know whether they've kind of been like working those schedules between each other, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, also relating to Star Wars though and production starting to stop in production on The Mandalorian Season 3 has begun because oh. we're getting our first teasers at Book of Boba Fett coming out um, is it the end of this year? I think the last episode is just before New Year isn't it? Yeah we got a poster didn't we? We got a poster yeah I just can't remember what date it said on the poster uh, well, I've not got a clue, mate. You, so. you you sent it to me. You sent it to me. You put it in in the boys' chat. I'm opening up the boys' chat. I'm looking at the images. I've got the image. The first episode, yes, yeah, streams on December 29th. December 29th. Yeah, just before the new year. And that poster of Boba Fett is fucking it's moody as fuck, that, bro. <laughs> Merry New Year, everybody. Merry New Year! What a way to okay. celebrate. Carrying on from that, um, I did a film that did come out this week, which we've not had a chance to see yet, because I don't know if you checked, but I checked booking times. The Odeon near us has been booked up completely for the last two days. Um, no Time to Die has come out, and it's actually broken the UK box office record uh, set by Rise of Skywalker back Jeez. in 2019. So this is the biggest um, opening day movie release in the UK ever. Um, it grossed so it says here because it's an American site they've converted it it's 6.6 million it opened in it uh, for the UK box office opening so I converted that myself that is roughly around um, 5 million pounds it's a lot of that's a a whole lot of dollary dues Um, and it's getting really good reviews actually it's on 82% on Rotten Tomatoes Hmm. For a Bond film, you know, for a Bond film. Well, for I've, a heard, Bond film. I've, I've heard a lot of like people giving a credit to uh, old Daniel Craig here, being like, you know, it's a good way of him seeing out. Is what I've heard. Like, because this was his, Danny Craigie. Yeah, obviously being his last Bond film and all that. <laughs> his last three have been his last ones. It depends yeah. on much they offer him. I know they've really liked him though. That's the thing. They've they've really liked him as Bond, so they keep. I really liked him. Like I'm a diehard Bond fan. To be fair, like I I never think I am until a new Bond's coming out, and I'm like, oh fuck no! I actually really like Bond. It's just a part of like a my British childhood that I can never let go of type thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I am excited to see this. That's why I've been looking every day, and it's been booked up like mad. Um, We'll try and get to see that maybe in the next week, um, if possible. He would try. We will I try because try, I've yeah. never seen our local cinemas like booked up for like three days in a row. Even with like the new Star Wars films and Endgame and stuff like that, you could at least get one show in a day that you could get a booking for. Yeah, I mean, when you look at like just to quickly go off on a bit of a tangent, when you look at our Dune showings, they're only showing like Dune four times in a day. <laughs> I know that's um, obviously a really long film, but they've also got about nine screens. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we've got what. The 10 screens in our local one, and Bond was played 26 times on Saturday. Jeez. 
Um, so that's why the box office is doing so good. Um, wow. But the producers did say as well, they said they care more about the U- UK box office results for this, don't they? Yeah, so they're probably do. pushing it out to the cinema chains, just like, don't care what other films you've got going at the moment, push this film out as much as possible, give as many screenings as possible. And mm-hmm. if it's booked up 26 viewings in a day, you know what I mean? The cinema chains are going to be saying yeah all right we'll we'll show it 26 times a day yeah of course i can't believe it it's quite crazy that um next piece of news that i got chloe zhao we all know her from uh nomadland she's doing the upcoming eternals movie she says once eternals is out and she's finished off with it um star wars is her next point of call i think people were like rumoring this a while ago that she might be in talks but she said in an interview now that she wants to do Star Wars, so... Cool. Mm, mm, she said, hmm, I have to tread very carefully what I say here. Yes, let's just say it's a world I have so much reverence for because of its important part of my life. I mean, it only makes sense that she'll get picked up for Star Wars next. <laughs> she's it's in like, the Disney family now. Yeah, she's doing a Marvel She's doing a Marvel film. She, it's only a matter of time until she gets put into, uh, put into the old bloody... Um, she's doing a Marvel. Yeah, she's, she's doing a yeah, she's doing a Marvel thing. It's only a matter of time until she does a bloody uh, yeah, like Taika Waititi. He's on to Star Wars next, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, even look at Patty Jenkins. It's the same thing with her, right? Uh, yeah. Well, she did technically do a Marvel. She did. She was one of the three directors that worked on Thor: The Dark World, and she left. <laughs> well, there you I go. think she did the funeral scene, which is like the best scene in that film, but mm-hmm. it has zero dialogue. That's probably why it's the best scene in the film. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> she was just able to make a really nice looking funeral scene, mm. which yeah, um, she might not have done that scene, but I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that she did. Uh, so, like we said, it's October. It's the time for spoops and sci-fi are getting a new Chucky series. We've got um, we've got its teaser trailer and also release. It's coming out throughout October. I think it's a mini series. This has been made, I think, by the original writer of Chucky or Child's Play, should I say? I'm not entirely sure because I know that f- franchise was in like legal hell for a while it was tied up with studios and writers and directors and stuff like that mm-hmm. <coughs> oh you okay me. oh he was, yeah. bit, he, was, he was a little bit shook by all that then was it? <coughs> i just got me. stabbed in the back by a, a little evil ginger doll <laughs> um yeah so it was tied up in weird right so we've got two versions of this series going on at the moment we've got the remake that came out a couple of years ago with uh mark hamill doing the voice of chucky that's mm-hmm. got a sequel in the works, and then this is the original maker of it who's making his TV series, and I think the franchise is still also connected to the old series that's going. I think there's a new straight-to-DVD or straight-to-Amazon Chucky film coming out soon as well, so it's just in hell, but this new series looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, and I think that's all I've got for news. Oh, Russell T. Davis is coming back to Doctor Who. Did you watch Doctor Who when you were younger? Uh, I watched the David Tennant one and I watched the Christopher Eccleston one. That's it. Okay, so Russell T. Davis was the showrunner for them. We can all agree that was the best start at Doctor Who that we've had in our lifetime, probably. Probably. It was really fucking to good. To me, it's the only Doctor Who I've had in my lifetime. So. 
So then uh, he left, and Stephen Moffat took over, and it's no, it, it was good, but it was convoluted, and it started to go downhill, and then he's left, and then I think the writing's been terrible. I think they've wasted some good doctors and stuff like that. So I've just not been watching it. I watched a few episodes, didn't like it, so I tuned out. Uh, but Russell T. Davis is coming back for the 60th anniversary, coming back as showrunner. So people are holding out a lot of hope for that. Maybe Doctor Who will be... It, get the much needed medical attention that it needed. Into, into a pun in there somewhere. Intergalactic medical attention. Some, yep. um, a double dose of, of um, antibiotics. You know, get it back on track. Also, Venom is doing absolute gangbusters. It's broke um, Black Widow's opening box office. Opening weekend box office. Jeez. Um, so I don't think it's quite hit Shang-Chi yet, but it is an older age rating as well, so that might interfere with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, guys, uh, we hinted at it earlier, stop spoiling Venom on literally everything. Just just stop. It only got brought forward its release date in the US. The rest of the world has not got this film yet. Stop posting spoilers everywhere. Yeah, please, because I'm really trying to avoid it. All I've seen is like all the press junkets and everything, and it's like... <laughs> Uh, let's just really kind of try and stay away from anything crazy. Now. I've had it's like some what, big things spoiled for what me. What the ending I'm of Venom livid. means for the future of Spider-Man or whatever. It's like, God's sake, stop. Stop putting your big red arrows and circles on thumbnails and Google and Apple News. Can you stop sending me push notifications through my phone making me think there's an emergency in the world when it's not, it's just a Venom spoiler that you're forcing me to read. Wait, 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 wait. Apple is sending you Venom spoilers. It's doing that well, is what you're saying. Yeah, Apple News and um, Google News notifications have been spoiling Venom for me. Normally, I only get them when it's like, like the shocking event, like when prince philip died or like when something happens in the world like that's normally the only time i get an apple news notification i got a venom spoiler <laughs> jeez must be doing like, really well then i don't know if it's just like tracked me saying like in the chat and stuff with you boys like oh we need to figure out when we're seeing venom and stuff like that it's like oh well he's interested in venom and then it sent me that but dick move either way google and fucking <laughs> Apple definitely means he's interested. Spoiling in the post credits, the end of Venom. Fucking spoiling the post credits. Oh well, I mean, <sighs> you can still enjoy it when you go and watch it. Uh, I mean, I've had plot points spoiled from me from just trying to find news for this goddamn podcast. Just well, the only got... thing people are talking about is Venom. They don't care about other franchises. You've got to try and have a little bit of a few sleeps or something, mate, and try and forget all about it. The thing is, though, like, I always think that. I always think, oh, I'll forget about this type of thing, and I can't. As soon as I sit there in the cinema, one thing will happen, I'll be like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it always happens whenever something, like, gets spoiled or whenever, like, try and rewatch a film that I've forgotten most of. Mm. Like, it just all comes flooding back to me, and I'm like, shit! Fuck! <laughs> I can't get invested in stuff as much after that. Anyway, oh, trailers, trailers, fucking trailers. Right? I'm, I, I, is there a big trailer that I know about? Is there anything here that that I'm going to be like, oh yeah, that came out? Or is it going to be, uh, is it going to be things that I thought that was kind of cool? Just, just so I can ask now ahead of time. Um, there's a new Disney trailer. What's a Disney trailer? It's en- Encanto. I think it might be Enchanto. 
Okay, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I'm going to switch off for a second. Let you tell us about the trailers then. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's literally going to be two seconds. That's All it. right, off you go. Okay, coming out this Thanksgiving, which we're British, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, so it's the end of November. Reports are saying twenty fourth. Not entirely sure. Enchanto. It follows a Colombian family who have got this magical house, and they all develop magical abilities. Except for one of them, she doesn't have any abilities. But oh no, things are going wrong, and the house is falling down, and the world's falling apart. So it's just down to the one person who didn't have powers to save the world, because it's Disney. Um, they haven't said whether this is coming to Disney Plus yet or not. They just straight up haven't said it. They haven't even said if it's getting a paid premiere. It just said coming out this Thanksgiving. So that's all we know of that. Um, I don't really know any of the voice cast, but they are all Colombian and South American and stuff like that. So great representation for them. And then the next trailer that we've got is for My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission. I wasn't going to talk about an anime trailer, but this trailer has got more views than the Disney one, and it's been out like one day, whereas the Disney one's been out for five days. So it's clearly popular. Everybody who watches anime apparently watches My Hero Academia, including me. Um, this is for World Heroes Mission. This comes out on October 29th. This is getting a world ri- worldwide cinema release. Following in the footsteps from Demon Slayer Mugen Train, trying to get that box office dollary dues. Uh, I lost my word in then. Um, basically, Deku, um, Todoroki, and Bakugo are going around the world to stop a terrorist organization who are throwing bombs in all the major landmarks of the world. And these high school kids with the superpowers got to stop them. Uh, and it looks like probably the best My Hero Academia film that we've had so far. It looks very good. Yeah, it's getting a subbed and dubbed release around the world. It's getting an English and Japanese release. So there you go. That's the trailers. There was another one, but if you want me to just skip over it, we can do because it looked interesting, but it was one like you said. Eh, does it just look interesting? It just looks interesting. Okay. Well, okay, well, I'm back then. Back for the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, half an hour in. I think it's probably a good time to jump onto the main subject wow i think this is like one of the fastest times we've ever got onto the main subject to be quite honest well the last few times were like as soon as it hits that half hour mark right well we're we're getting on it we've been more structured lately well okay right let's talk about free guy we'll do non-spoilers and then spoilers time 99 guy time code is in the description as always if you want to skip ahead and go straight to the spoilery ruse Uh, if not you can if you've not watched free guy and you want to know whether we suggest whether you should watch it or not then it's a perfect opportunity to just carry on listening and when we give you that spoiler warning to switch off go watch it and then come back we Uh, we will tap you on the shoulder if you're listening to this yeah and we'll we will personally be stuck behind you and we're like stop listening now i mean this also may be one of those films chris where maybe we almost suggest maybe not to watch this film I don't know whether I can fully endorse watching this, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Just straight into the scathing I review. Just, like, let's, let's just give like our top-line thoughts on it. Like, I watched it, and I was a bit like... I, I think I said this to you last time, because I've already gave my thoughts a little bit on it. I just, I just, It just felt so flat, and I don't know whether it's just because I'm getting a bit older now, mate. I don't know. But <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was a bit like... Like was this like was this film meant to come out maybe like two three years ago and it got pushed back because it definitely feels like it suffered from that. Um, it it yeah. definitely felt like Ready Player One with less references. Um, yeah, like 
just because you've got Halo references in it doesn't mean it's enough for me to keep watching it. Also, you could tell that the final act of this film got reshot because Disney acquired 20th Century Fox because Jesus, the amount of Disney references at the end of this film. Oh yeah, was did you did you know? Did you see the ones that I said like literally train hit you in the face? Like, the- yeah, well, the thing is, one of them got spoiled for me again. Oh. Like, one of them got spoiled for me again. And the thing is, though, it wasn't entirely spoiled for me because they actually re-edited the scene a little bit so that it was Deadpool in the scene, and I was kind of like. Hold on a second. Are we getting Deadpool in this movie? And that would have just like solidified my theory. This this was a secret Deadpool film all the way along. And then when it happened, it wasn't Deadpool in the scene. Uh, yeah. But the rest of it played out the same way that was spoiled for me online. Yeah, um, there, there are some bits that just like literally hit you. It right was in the kind face. of off putting, like having like the Star Wars fanfare in there as well. Like normally it would be cool, but it I mean, just don't, don't wasn't. spoil it. Don't spoil it. We don't want to spoil. No, I'm not. Is. But. No, but I would just say we, we get a piece of music in there. Yeah, <laughs> and it was um, off-putting. <laughs> did you get what I was saying about how I just didn't? Like, it was the first time, and I was surprised that I did not like Taika Waititi's performance in this. Um, he was fine for like the first four scenes he was in, and then after that, I was like, right, this is enough now. Because as soon as the character stopped making sense, you know what I mean, like none of his motivations made sense none of the actions he was doing made sense yeah. like before that he was fine because he was he was weird and kooky but it all made sense and then after that i was like you're just a fucking idiot now yeah i just felt like it was just like he would just scream out random stuff like it was very mid this film yeah he would just be like ball sacks or something <laughs> stupid just like Really he was Twitter in real life, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it was just like verbal diarrhea coming from a live person. It, and it felt like what a 40-year-old man thinks that millennial tech gurus are like. But it's strange, because I mean? that's just, that's just, like, Taika Waititi's humour just isn't like that, um, you know? I just realised what this film reminded me of so much. Go on. It's just Guns Akimbo, but they're in a video game instead of a murder game. <laughs> It's it's just the pretty much the exact same thing, like with the weird, crazy boss and everything like that. It's pretty yeah. much the exact same fucking thing, and that's why it probably bothered me so much. Like all those scenes in the office, mm. it was just Guns Akimbo again. Oh fucking hell! That's it. <laughs> Guns Akimbo was fun while I watched it. You know what I mean? It was kind of out there. It was shit, but it was fun. And then this was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah, if you've watched Guns Akimbo, you've watched this film. Kind yeah. of, without as many pop culture references. I liked Jodie Comer in it, just yeah. because I think she's great whenever we see her in a film or a show or anything like that. I think she's a really good actress. And it also helps that she's kind of a local lass as well, so it was like, oh, good. She's and like a local when they're lass? like, oh, is that British? Well, she's from Liverpool. She's from oh, over okay. in the Wirral. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like... It's always great to see her working, and she's like a really good actress, and she sells her bits a lot more than Taika Waititi sells his bits, and he's been doing it a lot longer. Mm. I would say I would say she sold her bits more than what Ryan Reynolds sold his bits. It's just Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds was, was play, playing Ryan Reynolds. Was yeah. that what you were going to say? Jinx. I was literally about to say he plays the same character, and it like you know what, like I you know he's he's great, but it's after Deadpool he was one. It in. After Deadpool 2, oh god, it's the same thing again. 
Oh. It makes me. It, this film made me not want Deadpool three. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't mind In the MCU. That's, that's Deadpool's character. You know. Yeah, but I need a solid break from Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds. You know what I mean? He was phoning it in in this movie. Yeah. He put zero effort into anything in this. Yeah. <laughs> he put more it. effort into marketing it than he did acting in it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's 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 something, isn't it? It's uh, eesh. One of those uh, it films. Was, it was it was largely fun in bits, but it was just so meh. And like the final act starts, and I started saying stuff literally like ten seconds before they happened on screen. Like I was right in the film as it was unfolding. It was so paint by numbers. I think the budget for this film went really just into making sure that they didn't get slammed by copyright and making sure that they got the rights to use a lot of lot of different stuff. They probably like, just sent out a mass email to every game company. It was like, which one can we use? I think, don't Warner Brothers, don't they have, like, the screen rights to Halo, though? Aren't that isn't... Because Warner Brothers own HBO Max, isn't it? Coming to HBO, the uh, Halo stuff. Oh, fuck. Oh, didn't you say it was Paramount? Didn't you yeah, say it was Paramount? I think it was Paramount, week? yeah. I think they used to have them, though, so I'm not sure. Um... They probably had some sort of access to it because that was the only real game references that I saw in there too heavily was the Warthog and the Scorpion Tank and stuff like that. Obviously yeah. the portal stuff as well, which yeah, they were the- using a gravity gun as a portal launcher, a uh, portal launcher, a launcher. Fucking hell, I couldn't get that, out of that. That bother you, that. <laughs> Fucking... That it, hurt, it was yeah. just like, it was just like, if you're gonna bother doing it, you know what I mean. <laughs> just make sure you're gonna do it right. Get your yeah, references just, right. God, <laughs> it just it just felt dumb. <laughs> it just felt dumb. Also, like into integrating Twitch streamers and stuff like that. It was. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. That, it was kind it. of funny for two seconds, but it was definitely for the kids. That you know, you you know, a film is is trying to cash out when you Google it and the cast is Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer. Pokimane, then Taika Waititi. <laughs> Pokimane was in it less than Ninja as well. How was Ninja's name not first? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, what's going on? Why is like, Pokimane so high up in the cast list? Also, did we know that Channing Tatum was in this before this came out? Um, I'm not too sure. There was a lot of people in this. I, I, di- I didn't know that he was in this before it came out, but then uh, Channing Tatum flossing didn't need it. No, no. It felt it felt like, like you said, this script was written like three years ago, and then Fortnite kicked off, and they were like, "I, it's Fortnite yeah. now. It's I, Fortnite meets GTA." I felt like I just got really confused about halfway through the film with the relationship between Keys and I, I, I've got the uh, Joe Carey <laughs> from Stranger Things and Jodie Comer. I got really confused what their relationship actually was. Like about halfway through this film, I was like, "Wait, hang on!" Like, I got this weird feeling where it was like, "Anyway, should we go into spoilers?" <laughs> should we? Yeah, because we we've said everything that we could say without spoiling it. It was it was fine. Yeah, it was but... it was fine. If you're under the age of eighteen, you probably really enjoy this film. <laughs> yeah, if you're uh, if you want a you're fun... a gamer. <laughs> yeah, if you want a a fun film that's like a a. a a nursery version of Ready Player One, then go watch this film. <laughs> yeah, it was Ready Player One with with most of its most interesting references taken out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and without having any serious kind of 
Like what was what was the bloody um, the risk? The risk was oh the game you know doesn't, doesn't <laughs> the risk sell. was somebody wasn't going to get credit for something that they sold. <laughs> like they sold away all their access to that stuff anyway. They had no right to it. They were like oh yeah, but we sold it and then he scrapped it, but he didn't pay us for using our stuff. It was like, huh? Like this this wouldn't hold up in court. You sold your end of the business. Well we need to prove that our game is still in this game. It's like okay. Right, anyway, we're going to spoilers, so if you wanna go watch this film, if we've if we've somehow sold you on it to go and check it out, then Could go. Could you check imagine? It out. So so just to preface this as well, Richard from the Get Real Gaming podcast wanted to listen in on this podcast, and then he was like, I kind of really want to watch Free Guy. And we're like, well, we're going to spoil it. Could you imagine if he just listened to this bit pre-spoilers, yeah. and we just slated it? It was like, oh, fuck. Well, I don't think I'm really... I don't think it's slating. I think it's just like... It's just not... It's not in the same caliber of stuff that we've been watching recently, you know? I think the the trailers really oversold this. It yeah. was mid. It was fine. You know yeah. what I mean? Never going to watch this ever again. Yeah, the trailers did make it seem like it was going to be a lot better than what it was. But yeah, that's, behold, that's what I'm saying. Ryan Reynolds just put more effort into the marketing. Yeah, but long behold, we got a absolutely, certainly mediocre film. Right, so spoilers. Right. What did you want us to talk right. about? Right. So what I wanted to say was is you know how obviously Ryan Reynolds and Jodie Comer's character start to get a thing going where like, you know, they they, they go on that little date and then they kiss and then <laughs> Jodie Comer tells um the guy from Stranger Things that, you know, she kissed him, but he was like totally cool about it. Like really, he was more just asked about the fact that he, they created sentient AI life. Yeah, but I was like, at first, I was like, I'm pretty certain this is like his ex girlfriend or something. And then I got, but then I got to that point, and he wasn't bothered. And I was like, hang on, is this actually his ex girlfriend? I was like, wait, hang on, is that like his sister or something? Is this? Is this? <laughs> is, am I getting this like relationship? They were ex business partners. Yeah, but that's they were what very I mean. Close. I was. Am I? Am I getting this relationship all mixed up now? I was like. Anyway, look, uh, because he, like she, she was at his apartment, and then he just told her to get lost. It was like, all right, okay, there's something going on here. But then it's like the whole thing at the end where he's like, "Oh, I want to ask her out," and it's like, "Nah." It wasn't I, even at the end though. That was meant to be some big revelation at the end when she figured it out. Even though halfway through the film, he literally the the bit that told her that she liked him, except for the bit that where he said like "I love you" or whatever. Like, she played the rest of that message. It was obvious, like you said, like, halfway through the film. Oh, yeah, I based it on the girl who sat next to me for ten years who I had a massive crush on and I thought was perfect in every sort of way. It was like, sorry, did you just need him to spell it out even more? Did you did you just miss that part of the fucking message? Yeah, but I think even And then it was like point, this emotional revelation at the end. It was halfway through the film. Even by that point, that was the only bit that I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I get it now. It took me a while, like, but I understand it now. <laughs> like, like the script was that dumb that they had to reveal the same thing twice. <laughs> God, yeah, that's it. Um, it's just it just felt a little bit like too. Yeah, like like too like you said, stupid. this was like the smallest story in history. It, the stakes were somebody wasn't going to get credit for something that they sold. 
Yeah, so fucking what? That happens in business all the fucking time. If you sell your idea, you've had your cut of that now. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. It's not like they stole your idea. There's like no stakes to it. You know what I mean? It's just like... Everyone's going crazy about blue shirt guy's world shutting down because, like, yeah, granted he is sentient AI life now. There's the argument about whether that is life and stuff like that, but they never address that in there. No. They don't. They never get deep enough into that. They don't do an ex machina. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they thought, like whoever wrote this thought they were as, as smart as Alex Garland when he wrote Ex Machina. they were like oh yeah i'm writing ex machina but it's gaming he was like no it's not your script just isn't smart enough for that so what we're saying they got to the end and thought they wrote a masterpiece and then it's like oh i'm sorry they thought they were getting an oscar for this you you do not compare this to ex machina you don't even compare this to ready player one you you just don't oh it's Everybody has problems with Ready Player One. I've watched that film about three times now. I've read the book once and I was like, it's still alright. Like, people have issues with it. It's perfectly fine. And that film is enjoyable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and this film very much was mid. It's the only way to describe it. It was like straight down the middle, neither here nor there. It's a bit like, yeah, it's... uh... What What did you think of Dude? Do oh. other what? than the CGI being haunting? What just a strange thing! <laughs> what a strange thing! That I don't have anything other to, anything else to like, say. It was in the marketing, strange. and I thought that was just a marketing stunt. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like because that's that, what the CGI looked like. It looked like it was probably going to be no better than a marketing thing. Yeah, like it because they did that. Like they did um, a day in the life of Ryan Reynolds or something like that. But it was it was the dude version of Ryan Reynolds. So I was like, oh, they just did a silly thing for the marketing, the same way that the CGI'd Korg for the marketing as well. You know what I mean? I'm not being funny, but that dude could have been something so much funnier. Yeah, because it was broken. It wasn't like broken in the way like a get something in a game is. It's broken like it was just a bit stupid. It's it was like just missing dialogue was all it was. Yeah, what it should have been, it should have been like you know when like something ragdolls a bit weird and it like starts spinning out and freaking out. It should have just <laughs> and been... they start stretching and stuff. Yeah, like it should have just been a floating thing of that, which like had like. Ryan Reynolds' face pop out every now and then, or something really. Texture's not loading and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Purple and black cubes over it. Take something that's like stuttering all over the place, and then it well, like we had, stretches. We had extras doing that in the background of shots. You know what I mean? We had extras glitching out and lagging out and stuff like that. Why couldn't they do that with him? It was just, it was just the uh, adjective catchphrase that would have been more funny as like something that wasn't complete yet rather than just having something dumb <laughs> like, yeah like he tries to punch him and his arm fucking ragdolls out or something like that yeah that would have had me laugh a lot more i think i would uh, have laughed yeah. a heck of a lot more at should we talk like about that. those references then okay let's talk about the two big ones so the first one's the lightsaber right the lightsaber. Uh, yeah yeah it's the lightsaber then it's the, the shield first one? Oh, okay. I think, anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's talk about lightsaber yeah, It first. doesn't really fucking matter. No, it doesn't. So the lightsaber comes out, and you get the big Star Wars music. I actually had to turn my TV down slightly when that played. I was like, why is it so loud? See, I thought... 
was it not the shield first? Because I, I felt like I saw the, the lightsaber coming more after that one. I don't know. It really doesn't fucking matter. Either way, I didn't like either of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. The one thing that made me laugh was the Chris Evans pop up, like when he when he. That was the what got spoiled for me. Oh, okay. So for, it wasn't spoiled for me, but I found it pretty funny when it was. Uh, Chris Evans' reaction to it and he's just like sat in a coffee shop and he watches it and he's like, what the shit? <laughs> Again, he's wearing a great fucking sweater. Chris Evans in sweaters. <laughs> we love it. Um, yeah, like that would have that would have been a lot better for me if like it wasn't like spoiled for me. Yeah. The, it was the nice edit surprise. that I saw was, you know, when he holds up the shield, it was Deadpool behind the shield and I was like, oh shit, okay, they're doing Deadpool and Captain America. Okay, this is cool. Oh yeah, but lo and behold, no. Um, yeah, it was it was <laughs> the lightsaber was really off-putting for me. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like they were just throwing away the IP at that point, just because they bought and they could. Yeah, it was definitely just like right. It's a final act. Sorry, I'm yawning because that's how boring I thought the end of the film was. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, it's the final act. These were the big, big references we needed. Let's let's put let's put it in. Let's put it in. Let's back up now. Slam the Star Wars music. Yeah, it was it, it was really flat. It really was like it was literally just Disney flexing on the fact that they bought 20th Century Fox. Yeah. <laughs> And that's that's literally what that was, and that's it. And you know what? If you want some, if you if you just need something to pass a couple of hours, I can think of many worse films to do it. I um, think I think the shield was actually foreshadowed earlier. You know, when they go into the little hub section and there's like a vending machine. Oh, I'm yeah. sure the shield's propped up against that because I'm I'm pretty sure I saw it and I was like, huh? Yeah, you may <laughs> have done actually. You may have done. So it was like it was like. It was. If you notice that, then it's even less of an impact. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they just like every time they try to do something impactful, it was just kind of like a wah wah. Yeah, there's a whole load of just flatness everywhere. But <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty tired. Man. I think we should wrap this up. Um, <laughs> You're just, tired of talking about this shit. Yeah, I, I am. I don't think there's really much else. And you know what? There, I'm sure like there were parts of this film that that were great, like. I think maybe the the way they ch- kind of try to like humanize an NPC, and it, it kind of like if you think about it a little bit too hard, it's like if you th- you think about it like oh, there's an NPC that that this happens to. It's like almost like you're in Skyrim and you think like oh yeah, your NPCs are actually going around and doing the same thing every single yeah. day. Yeah, it's like that, yeah. yeah. That would that would have been funny. A Skyrim reference in this would have been fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have. Yeah, I think would this film have been better if they got rid of the real world stuff and it was just all inside the game, kind of like Wreck It Ralph style. That's uh, another film that it's like is Wreck It Ralph. Oh, too. of course, of course, it's like Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Um, what? Well, what did you just ask me? Uh, would it have been better if they got rid of all the real life stuff and it was just inside the game? Yeah, I, I think it should have, yeah, I think maybe rather than having the developer stuff, like you say, just have it based inside of inside of the game instead, and you maybe. don't ever see anything outside of the game. You, you we get, don't see Taiko Watiki being a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've still got, you've still Love got him, the by whole, the way. <laughs> yeah, you've still got the whole, um, you know, you've still got players and stuff, but... Yeah. 
just don't have the side of it from out, you know, just don't have all that stuff. You don't need it. You just didn't also, need it. Yeah, it was, whenever it went into the real world, things just felt dumb. Well, because you know the real world dominates over the virtual world, so anything that happens in the, the real world is is more important. So all of a sudden, nothing matters in the virtual world, because if 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 the film took place in the virtual world the whole time, then the stakes of the virtual world being destroyed is is more is larger isn't it yeah it's larger but because you don't have that and because you've got everything going on in the real world it's like yeah it just doesn't you know what you should do just watch the lego movie instead (laughs) (laughs) the more that i think about this it's just other better films done worse (laughs) right it's getting a solid four out of ten from me uh, yeah, I would give it a pretty much maybe like a like a three out of ten, but it's not bad. It's just not great. Or That's not why good. I'm putting it a four. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's not terrible. It's it's not like a total waste of the evening. Like if you can watch something else the same night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's it's. Or if you're under the age of sixteen, you'll love it probably. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's us for another week. Uh, make sure you head over to our socials, Get Real Pod at Get Real Pod uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you can drop us a follow on there. You get to see whenever our episodes go live, and also you'll get to see when the episodes go live of our other podcast, which is run by our friends Chris and Richard, uh, Chris and Richard, Lawrence and Richard. Um, <laughs> I don't featured, do that one. <laughs> no, you featured on there a couple of times though. Well, yeah. we've we've both featured on there a couple of times actually. Mm-hmm. Um, where they talk about video games and all that sort of stuff. So you get uh, you get two podcasts a week, which is value if I've ever Oof. seen it. Um, yeah, other than that, you can also drop us an email. You can write in uh, getrealpoduk at gmail.com if you're so inclined. Uh, we will read them out. You just need to send those damn emails uh, so we can read them out. Uh, but yeah, other than that, Chris, how can people support us? The best way to support the podcast is to leave us a rate and review wherever you listen to us, That whether that be Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Google Play Store, wherever it is. There's too many places for me to know them all, but that was a fair chunk of where they are. Or if you want, head over to Podchaser, and if you leave us a rate and review, it will syndicate it to all the other podcast distributors a lot better than the way that film syndicated its narrative. Uh, <laughs> just to get an extra little pop in there somewhere. Also, if you want, you can stream us on Twitch <laughs> to Ninja if you want. I don't know. I don't know where this bit's going. Just share us out to people is what I'm trying to say. Just wherever you see our socials, repost them, send them to people, tell more people about us. If you do stream on ch- uh, Twitch, like mention us on there to all 20 of your viewers. <laughs> I don't know what I'm Cheer saying. <laughs> anyway, I think we just wrap it. I think we just wrap it up there, bro. Just, just anyway, thanks, thanks for listening to this shit show. Yeah, and we'll catch you next week for another shit show. Hopefully, a better film though, so it's less of a shit show. Imagine how good No Time to Die is going to feel compared to this. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's going to feel I'm like gl- an actual film. I'm glad I watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street on the same night to make me feel better. Yeah, it makes you feel like you didn't completely waste your evening. <laughs> Anyway, this is a very quick pre-postamble, so uh, yeah, see you later, everyone.